He is a man of many names. Smoky Mike, swarthy cinnamon man, the execrable Michael Knowles. Who is he, and why does he not deserve soup? Welcome to the first ever Behind the Science Trademark episode of Quirks of Creation. Welcome back to another episode of Quirks of Creation. I am your host, Jess Holmes, and joining me, as always, is Elise. <laughs> Hello. And we have a special guest on today, Yay. my friend, No Soup for Knowles, a.k.a. Britta, if I can call you Britta. Is that okay? Hello. Welcome to the show, Britta. Thank you for having me. Well, for those of you who don't know, No Soup for Knowles is the female voice from Freedom Tunes, leader of No Souptopia, master of memes, queen of pies. So excited to have you on today to give us the deep science behind why Knowles does not deserve soup. It's serious, guys. I know it seemed like this this is a joke episode you guys think this is a joke you clicked on this and you're like nah they're not serious right no this is serious trademark science <laughs> trademark it's the big de- capital s this is a big deal we don't joke on this podcast by yeah, the way we, don't we never them. no no everything is super serious that's <laughs> right <laughs> hashtag serious face. Thank you for joining us, despite our ridiculous tech issues and my inability to know how to do anything. But we're going to be okay. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So, first and foremost, what what is the Daily Wire to you, Britta? What is it? Is that the one with Nick Fuentes? Who? Is he? He's the guy with the hat, right? The little Jew guy? Oh, um, Tim Pool? Oh, no, he's the guy who eats the spoons. Oh, um, Freedom Tunes? No, he's the guy who has the cup that we don't like. Oh. <laughs> Is Daily Wire the one with that uh, execrable guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the guy who's, who, like, published a blank book and yes. suddenly became super famous. Yes, I hate yeah. him. You hate him. <laughs> I I hear he doesn't deserve soup. Well, yeah. Why? What what got you into the Daily Wire to begin with? So uh, outside the joke, the we we know who the Daily Wire is. They're a conservative media outlet. Why the Daily Wire? What got you into them? Okay, well, this is basically going to get me canceled by anybody on the right. But when COVID hit the U.S. in early 2020. I panicked and I, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention to the leftist media or anything. I just, I heard just the basics that COVID was in China, it hit the US and I was kind of panicked and I was like, I don't know what this means. Like what's going to happen? Right. Because it, it's not like we haven't had plagues and whatnot in the past where it actually was a big deal. So that's what I was picturing was like, this is really big deal. And um, I hadn't been paying attention to politics for a few years. 
right. um, for various reasons. But I, I had been kind of doing some like, you know, online abortion debates and uh, in that process where I was, I was looking for information and ways to combat the disinformation I came across this really hyper guy who was like, okay, folks. Yeah. Um, so abortion's just wrong. Okay. And I'm like, wait, wait, was Ben Shapiro just on the show right now? <laughs> oh, is he? I, I don't know who I, I thought I just heard him. That was weird. His sounds working, but Britta's wasn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he interrupted with his Jewish space lasers. <laughs> Look, if he can joke about it, I can. That's exactly. There you go. That's right. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I, I really liked Ben Shapiro. I couldn't remember his name, but I really, really liked him because he was so facts oriented and not just spouting rhetoric about things right. like, oh, yeah. you're a bunch of baby killers. It's like, well, they are, but that doesn't solve anything. <laughs> but right. he was right. so on point. So anyway, COVID hit. I was like, I, I just need somebody I can trust. And I, I wonder if that guy said anything about COVID. And so I Googled him and I ended up finding his show. And from the first day I was hooked and I listened like every single day for at least a year solid, like every day. So anyway, all that to say, I didn't know what Daily Wire was. I just really appreciated the commentary and... um eventually kind of got into the other guys as well. I like that. I like that you pointed out that, you know, no one knew what COVID was at first. It's uh, politically on the conservative side, politically correct to say that COVID was the bad thing. And we should have known from the very beginning, but most normal everyday people didn't know what to do. I remember no. I was still working for the government agency that's in Georgia. I'm sure you could guess at that time. And I was also freaked out. So I don't mm-hmm. think you're alone in that. But just like everyday normal people were freaked out because we were used to trusting what the government had to say. And yeah. the Daily Wire is like one of those first outlets that shone a light, sh- shone a light, shone a light if I could talk on the truth. <laughs> That's so true. Yes. And I think they do it in such, they did that in such a way that, like you said, like Ben Shapiro, like he's not just like spouting off the negative rhetoric that we hear all the time. It's like very much um, researched and he just explains things so well. I know that's what got me into Ben Shapiro too. I was like, I just love how he talks about things Mm. that I, and he makes it so easy to easily accessible when others certainly don't. So yes, yeah, I feel like it, this is a little bit of a tangent, but I I really love about him that he didn't follow the prescribed conservative response. He just I really believe that he said what he believed was true, even though it turned out he was wrong. Right. Yeah. He yeah. was he was being legit. You know, people say he was shilling for, I don't know, he wasn't. Come on. Like, somebody who works for Daily Wire is going to shill for the left. Right. <laughs> yeah. Covert. He, yeah, I just, I feel like even though there was probably pressure, not from Daily Wire, but just kind of that peer pressure feeling of like, I don't want to stand out. He, right. he just unapologetically said, hey, get vaxxed. And while I know, I understand why people are upset about that, he said it because he believed it. 
Yeah. Right. And I appreciate that. And so I always felt like I could get from him, you know, unlike other people, like Knowles uh, and Walsh, unbiased. Yes. So, so tell us about this most execrable Michael Knowles. When did you first realize he didn't deserve soup? I mean, there are two answers to that question. The first one is that from the moment that Ben Shapiro said the execrable Michael Knowles, within the first week I was listening to him. Oh, gosh. That must have been painful for your ears. Oh, yeah. Just hearing the name Knowles was, I didn't know why. It was just gross. Yeah. (laughs) But he he called him execrable. And I mean, I, as a diehard Ben Shapiro fan of (laughs) several days, I, I I took that to heart. Like, I'm not going to, as you should, I believe he knows what he's talking about. I mean, he says facts don't care about your feelings. Mm -hmm. Of course, he's only going to say facts. Exactly. One of our fabulous, fabulous listeners, base babe, Frida has an important question. What the F does execrable mean? Hmm. I used to know. I also used to know and I don't. I think it means the worst and not soup worthy. Yeah, it means Michael Knowles. Yeah, it means Michael Knowles. So so what led you Thanks. on this crusade to prevent Knowles from obtaining soup? It, it, so it says extremely bad or unpleasant. Oh, good. Good to know. Um, textbook. So, okay, so in all honesty, when I, I was like, okay, I'll check out who Michael Knowles is. And he immediately rubbed me wrong. He, he was just right off the bat. sounded smug and annoying. Like I someone thought, who went to Yale? Yes. <laughs> my, my initial impression of Knowles was he sounds like a cynical conservative Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Not very that Mr. Rogers wasn't conservative. <laughs> But a cynical one. But yeah, a cynical, like, conservative commentator. Mr. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. And and when I told him that, he said he always thought Mr. Rogers was creepy. So all the more reason to dislike him, right? Uh, How can you even tolerate someone who doesn't like Mr. Rogers? Unacceptable. Yeah. Yep, done. So, um, but in all honesty, when he... (laughs) So here I was at the beginning of COVID, and I was just kind of looking into everything I could and I wasn't paying attention to leftist media. I literally just in my mind, I was like, so how can we slow the spread? How can we, you know, prevent this from being a big thing until we get it figured out? I was super pro mask because I didn't know that they didn't work and I didn't know the left was pushing them. I just thought this is great. Like wear a mask. We can try to social distance. I, I, without anyone (laughs) This is the thing like that cracks me up because people are like, oh, you guys listened to the left and you were so paranoid that you washed your groceries, you disinfected your groceries. I was like, no, I wasn't listening to the left. I just did that. Right. Because <laughs> it made sense to me. Yeah. But I was just um, trying to do my part. I know. Yeah. Like, looking back, it's like, oh, crap. Like I just fit that whole description of like the everything that you're supposed to hate. But, well, I don't know if it's like a, you're supposed to hate thing either though because again we didn't know anything and so when you're brought up oh you're around sick people wash your hands if you don't want to get sick wash everything around you Mm -hmm. and it was built up to almost be like this zombie apocalypse style thing that was happening 
Yeah. I, I can't blame people for being scaled. Scaled. I can't talk scared at the outset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I think that that's like a, also a responsible response when you don't know you're being more mm-hmm. cautious rather than just like eh, whatever mm-hmm. it's the black plague we didn't know it's the black plague like it'll be f- i don't need to wash my hands it's fine so i yeah, yeah. so you it's guys not that you were brainwashed yeah so Knowles was the opposite of everything that i was fighting for mm. <laughs> and he came in he's like people don't wear the masks People who wear masks are sheep. Don't, don't, it's a cold. It's a cough. And he's like, you know, when I go out in public, I pull the mask down below my nose just to show that I don't care. He's like, it's time for civil disobedience. And the whole time I'm going, what? He's encouraging people to do the very opposite of everything that I believe right now. Like, what is wrong with this guy? (laughs) Very admirable. Strike. Yeah. Strike two. Yep. Or three. I don't know. Too many strikes. Yeah. So I don't know. That's kind of a long way to answer your question. But at that point, I definitely deserved that. I didn't know he didn't deserve soup. I just knew that he didn't deserve something. And, and it ultimately led to being soup. So I'm sure we have many in the chat, non-believers out there. So I think it's time we start our presentation of the evidence. Why, Bretta? Why does Knowles not deserve soup? Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get into that, sorry, okay. I'm going to back yeah. us up a little bit further. Okay. So Hicktown Honey, I think, is asking a question maybe a lot of people are asking. is like they have no clue who Knowles is at all. So oh, they're just like. so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> for all of the, for those of you who are fortunate enough to not know, um, you guys want to kind of explain who Michael Knowles is to the to the ignorant, but like ignorance is bliss, you know. I guess I'll all pull those up wonderful this people. Wikipedia page just mm. to like give a quick rundown. You have any thoughts, Britta, while I get that um, going? Well, if you wanted, while while Cactus is looking that up, um, the the way it became soup was because of the soup Nazi on Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. And so um, I actually got on Twitter to push back. And I, I never used Twitter. I did have a personal account. I didn't really want to use that publicly. And right. so I just, it was like something about Knowles, like anti-Knowles. It was basically a, a Ben Shapiro stan account because it was anti-Knowles. was the way I saw it. Fair. And I it popped into my head, you know, the soup Nazi on Seinfeld. No soup for you. I was like, what about no soup for Knowles? Perfect. And that that's, that was when I realized that he didn't deserve soup. Mm. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Um, so for those of you who don't know who Michael Knowles is and how awful he is, um, he is a political commentator for the right-wing media company, The Daily Wire. So this is a company started by Ben Shapiro, Jeremy Boring, and Caleb, last name I don't know. Um, they started this super awesome company trying to fight back 
against cult, you know, against the leftist culture, particularly in political commentary. Now they're doing all kinds of amazing stuff. And they made this mistake of hiring this guy, Michael Knowles, to like come do stuff around the office, which he never did. And then <laughs> he put out this blank book that came, became very popular. And it had like no words in it. So how, how could it be popular? Right. Mm-hmm. And then they gave him a show. Who does that? This just privileged kid who went to Yale and all he did was didn't even put any effort into this book. Yep. And then he just gets a show. The, uh, the book, if you're wondering, is called reasons to vote for Democrats, a comprehensive <laughs> guide. Um, so I guess I can understand why it's blank. Because there are no reasons, but, you know, mm-hmm. anyway. To me, it just sounds like everybody gets a trophy, so I shouldn't have to put any <laughs> effort in. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> me too. too funny. Um, so what is our, I hope that helped Hicktown Honey and anyone else who didn't know who he is. If you must look into him, you can look up the Michael Knowles show at the Daily Wire and go have your ears bleed or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what is our first piece of evidence, Britta? I think it was like something about the way he talked or something. So the thing about Knowles that you guys need to know, I, I really, I really appreciate that there are people here who don't know who he is because I feel like you might be biased if you first watch his show and he seems kind, but he, he's not normal. Don't be fooled. So I just want everybody to to know that Knowles does not know how to speak like a normal person. Mm. All right. Let's bring out the first piece of evidence. Knowles not knowing how to speak like a normal person. Giddledygoo, gobbledygoo, blah, blah. Airplane, milk, eggs, onesie. That just kind of, you know, hey, come on, guys. Let's just totally redefine society. Uh-huh. Come on. Pineapple microphone. Pineapple gibbity goobledy gibbledy goobledy gobbledy glass. Glass wood up down green purple hammer. So, as you can see, I, I, this is exactly what it's like to listen to a show the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Like he's, okay for, he's okay for an intro. You yeah. can be like, I'm Michael Knowles. This is the Michael Knowles show. And you, you think that it's going to be good. And it's just, this is what you get. The entire show. Yeah. Okay. What's it? It's, it's like if I didn't have Jess and it was just my show. Same. Same thing. He's just I the mean, male version. You're, but you're not execrable though. Ah, thank you. I and, and you deserve soup. From the bottom of my heart, you deserve soup. I agree. Thank you. (laughs) Obviously, this guy's worse at talking than I am. And that's pretty bad. Right. But it gets worse from here, I understand. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. So, here's the thing. Now, granted, everybody's got a little bit of a naughty sense of humor, but Knowles is just flat out unwholesome. Mm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's not good. 
It's not good for Where everyone is just kind of giggling and they're all being a little bit naughty and tee-hee-hee. Are you going to lick the whipped cream off the glass? Oh, is, is, yeah. is try- Ow. Well, I didn't. Please don't. I, I didn't need. I didn't wow. need did I do any more? <laughs> you transvestites. You people jiggling around at Drag Queen Story Hour for five-year-olds. You're the most courageous people I ever saw. Not since Corn Pop have I seen such courage back there at the Delaware or Scranton, Pennsylvania public swimming pool. I forget where it was. Not since my daddy drove me up and we saw two men making out in the middle of the road and he said, Sonny, that's beautiful, back in 1852. Not since then have I ever seen such courage. I got to tell you, I am so embarrassed. I should make a preemptive apology. But by the time I had bought my eight-year-old Moana costume at Party City, it was only after that that I read the Cosmo article that Moana's a racist. It's racist to wear the Disney princess costume. So I'm really, I'm really sorry. It's just a, I guess, a preemptive apology. Obviously, it was too late to get a new costume. It's, it's just so um, here, I'd already, I already had to slit open the back. So really, uh, my sincere <laughs> Who apologies. Like mea that culpa, for his mea culpa. Work. Mm-hmm. I want the sexy green M&M. Uh, That's what I want. As Michael, what dating advice would you give to a married woman? <laughs> well, uh, I would urge you to be careful. You know, you got to make sure you hide the letters. You know, erase uh. your text messages. Um, you got. I would plan your dates around your husband's business trips. You know, or visits to his family. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, that, that that would be that would be the top three. This Valentine's Day, uh, Wednesday, February fourteenth at five p.m. Eastern. Uh, Join us for another episode of the Conversation and talk to Michael Knowles. If you're a Daily Wire subscriber, you can log on to our website, open the chat box, and type in all those thoughts. You can't ask anyone else. This is what like the Catholic. Family. How much do you right. love the new tax plan, Michael? I can't believe he's saying this. Like, ever write a real book? The conversation will stream live on YouTube, Facebook, and the Daily Wire website. It's free for everyone to watch, but only subscribers can join and ask the questions. Join the. I, Michael Knowles, am a lesbian. Elizabeth Warren. I believe it. <laughs> me too. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for having me to your powwow. It's, it's a real uh, privilege uh, to be here. It's, a, it's an honor. It's an honor, Senator, to have you and uh, and a representative of the Native Americans as well. It's just a, the blind is no, it's a great honor. Yeah. So, Senator, I mean, I hate to jump right in. But Excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry. If you don't mind, I, I haven't had any time for dinner yet. How uh, is rude. That, how, powwow chow. Powwow chow. Powwow chow. Family on. recipe. I, I will say one uh, one thing that gives me pause about my decision not to run is, of course, the old Native American idiom, uh, the old Native American proverb, um, big orange man will crush cackling cadaver. I should have seen it coming. I don't need to justify to myself why I'm not gay. Because I'm fine being a little bit gay. I mean, we know. Oh, you're so effing beautiful. You're so effing hot. Oh, my God. Naked ladies on the Internet, whatever. Leather daddies. Because hope springs eternal in the human breast. Though, as you can see, I do not have breasts, and so perhaps I should harbor no such hope. That we Could know you, if, if my aunt had know. testicles, she would be my uncle. Could you imagine? So, as you can see, uh, I, I apologize to our audience for them having to endure three whole minutes of his unwholesome content. <laughs> I, I frankly want to throw up. I did, in fact, throw up. Oh. Uh, 
Uh, Elise, are you okay? I know this is kind of new for you. Are you are you managing? I'm uh, hiding my pain with laughter. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. I'm just gonna keep laughing. It's so hard. It's it's, so I mean, if if you don't, it's if you didn't laugh, you'd cry, right? Right, right. Yeah. And I'm not gonna do that on air, so I'll just keep laughing for the audience. Mm-hmm. This is for you guys. I, I mean, Cater Gator is spot on. This episode is brutal against Michael. We have uncovered all his dirt. This is only the first two pieces of evidence, I guess, against him. Now, the unwholesomeness is pretty strong, wouldn't you say, Britta? It's absolutely. I, w- I would give it a, a 9.7 out of 10. You wouldn't give it a full 10? No, because there's also Jeremy. Oh, you're right. Jeremy is obviously the most unwholesome of the whole crew. Makes sense. He he did in fact hire Knowles, so Exactly. Knowles needs something to aspire to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, can we get some more evidence? Yes. Yeah. Um so apparently he thinks he can sing, he but he can't. Sing. Oh my gosh. That his he thinks he's like some sort of cultural icon, I think. Well, and the thing is, like, I, I have heard him sing and it was quite lovely. And it turns out that was all auto tune and AI mm. and fake. So, this is what he actually sounds like singing. I am such a culture vulture, hip hop, pop music maven. <laughs> Imagine all the people. Mm. Living for today, oh. you. He's like, <coughs> we got a right to intimacy, <coughs> you know, man. And it's like this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. I think he stole Walsh's walrus. Yeah, that's a little strange. I consider myself a fashion icon and a hip hop mogul and just a pop culture f- phenomenon. I, I know. He says, tee hee hee at the body shop. Daddy's getting weird at the body shop and doing unholy stuff. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Some people have AIDS. HIV and AIDS. AIDS, AIDS. So pretty. Oh, so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and gay. Wow, that. It's like if you just like put someone in front of a camera and they didn't know it was going. Yes. So they're just trying to entertain themselves. And they're drunk and in the shower. Yep. Yep. All of it. Uh, Alex Kuhn says, Brett has a much better singing voice. This is so cringe. I can't agree more, Alex. Wow. I'm so sad. I actually thought that said Britta for a second. Oh, uh, I mean, (laughs) obviously, obviously you have the best. The most beautiful, top tier singing voice out of out of everybody, which we will hear later, I'm sure. Um, but oh, uh, yeah, uh, this is a lot. This is a lot to deal with. And how could they continue to work with him for so long? Why, why would you let somebody represent your company this way? What does he have on them? Ooh, mm. he knows what the bent key is all about. <gasps> He does. I that, that Jeremy wears the mysterious bent key he 
is never seen without. Mm-hmm. No one but Knowles knows what the well, and of course Jeremy because it's his bent key. No one else knows. <laughs> that would be a great podcast someday. Ooh, what is the bent key? That would be a great podcast. Either that or conspiracy pilled. Yeah, I, I feel like that's more for them because that that probably is an actual conspiracy. So they can take it and run with it. Yep, I know. Abby's here in the chat saying, "Oh God." Make it stop. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, Abby, there is more yet to go through. Mm. What do we have next, Freda? If I it's like one of those trials where you can't look away, even though it's just it's so cringe. Mm -hmm. You've got to see all the evidence. Like like true crime. It's a total train wreck. A a literal train wreck. (laughs) So some people say, and I, I gotta say, I can see it. But I, I'd like to, to know what the audience thinks. Some people say he's actually Rachel Maddow. Ooh. <laughs> a leftist. Yes. The, the, so here we have conservative commentator Michael Knowles and left-wing media host from MSNBC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rachel Maddow. Spot the difference. Good afternoon. I'm Rachel Maddow. The Daily Wire has just broken some news. Uh, This has just come out. This is incredible. Democrats' fact-free demagoguery of illegal alien shelters is not... (laughs) Uh, It's not... uh, It's not... Oh, can um, can we put up a graphic of all this? Do we have it? Democrats' fact-free demagoguery of illegal alien shelters is not working because the Obama administration did exactly the same thing and nobody cared. CNN and MSNBC and fake Republican pundit strategists are... Oh, I'm going to have to hand this off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That does this for us tonight. Uh, We'll see you again tomorrow. Now it is time for the Michael Knowles Show with my... So I, I couldn't tell the difference. They're the same person, right? So that's Rachel Maddow. Can we get her next to Michael Knowles? Yes, I think so. I it, it was in part of the clips. Let me see. There we go. Okay, but I, I'm still waiting for Michael. Right. I, I, that that's my question. Are they? I not guess the I, I I don't really understand what's going on here. Like, I thought we were going to see Michael next to Rachel Maddow, not Rachel Maddow at. 26 versus 36. Yeah, I don't need to see two pictures of her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's my bad, guys. I I couldn't find enough data out there. It's hard. It's hard. It's okay. Out there. Thank you. I I appreciate that. And if you are not convinced of him being Rachel Maddow, perhaps uh, you may at least be convinced that he's a little white girl uh, because he loves pumpkin spice. I feel like I'm drinking Uggs and a North Face. I'm just a 16-year-old white yeah. girl. My whole life's ahead of me right now. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, who who does that? Yeah, normal men would... They, lots of men are... Internally, they are 21-year-old girls. They don't admit it. Right. Right. It, just, it feels wrong. It does. I mean... I'm a white girl, so I can have pumpkin spice season. 
you are both white girls. You can also have pumpkin spice. This feels like cultural appropriation. It does. It does. This is I'm offended. It's basically drag. <laughs> I mean, you're 100% right. It's <laughs> it's white girl face. White girl face. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, I'm laughing so I don't cry. Yeah. Right. It's, Me too. It's a lot. It's okay. I know. Uh, I, I cried for hours before this podcast. I mean, it is so. <laughs> I've just been crying and vomiting all day in preparation. It is so beautiful and brave of you to come on this show and present your evidence. I mean. Thank you. I, I, I don't know how you do it. And you're, you're doing it with such a straight face. You have not broken once. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's just, I, I got all my laughing out while it was vomiting. Understandable. It was messy. <laughs> I said, the I, more I try to hold it in, <laughs> the more the tears come. <laughs> so, so instead of, instead of listening to me, squeaky laugh, um, here's Michael Knowles. Uh, I was literally being- crying and vomiting and laughing at the same time. I, that's that's just I that's that's excruciating. It's terrible. I, I can't fathom. You're so brave, so brave, so incredibly brave. I mean, what trauma to face? You deserve reparations. Absolutely for tonight. Yes, white girl appropriation reparation. Hundred yes. percent all day. I'm drink my I, pumpkin I, spice latte right now. Abby says thoughts and prayers, Britta. <laughs> Thank you, Abby. Uh, so stunning and braves in the chat from Frida. Thank you, Frida. Everyone is so kind. Thank you for your support, audience, chat. You guys are amazing. Yeah, this, send more this, money. <laughs> send more money <laughs> for for the reparations for Britta. Yes, right. you're so right. We need more Rumble rants. To to emotionally, the only thing that's going to heal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so we can get more pumpkin spice lattes to recover from the trauma of having our pumpkin spice lattes culturally appropriated from us. And new UGG boots. And new UGG boots. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're expensive. And they get ruined so easy. Yeah, and, and more like straighteners you can use as curlers to get like the long waves. Right. Yep. Absolutely. So true. Uh, just to finish off this segment about proving that Michael Knowles is indeed Rachel Maddow. If he is not Rachel Maddow, if he is not, not a little white girl, he is most certainly and unquestionably gay. I, Michael Knowles, am a lesbian. Being gay helped my career. You are gay. And I am pretty. You are. And you like all those words. Yes. Yeah, and gay. You and talk I talk with think, your hands. You know, and conservatives, they're always so doer and angry and stuff, but I think I'm pretty gay. Yeah. You know, I'm a right. gay conservative. You know, I think being a little light in the loafers has helped my career. You are the very definition of gay. You gave a robust defense of the Second Amendment. I'm not saying it to flatter you, and you know Are that you I hate sure to compliment that? you. And not to flatter you too much, I don't want to do that, but... Oh, really? Claiming that those who hate on him are just sexually frustrated. It's terrific. I was a, a big fan of, of you. And unable to resist his raw sex appeal. Give you all your bribe money afterward. I, 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 I can be bribed in, in liquor and tobacco. <laughs> yeah, very good. 
Well, Senator, I I intend no flattery here. This is totally unprompted, but I am reading the book right now, and I'm really enjoying it. I I recommend people buy it. Democrats who are fixated on criticizing him all the time are obviously motivated by their, quote, deranged sexual frustrations. Senator, I have to compliment you. You have now very famously read and quoted Dr. Seuss and Lord Acton. You know, I can see you as a Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) I mean, it'd it'd be a good look for you. (laughs) You sly dog. And I'm not just flattering the host of this show here, but they are drawn to him. An alpha male whose powerful presence and distinct scent of a dusty Texas sunrise in September caused his haters to lash out in their unfulfilled desire. Seriously, I mean this. I, I I hate to give a sincere compliment on the show, but Great stuff. Just kudos. Thank wow. you. Great stuff. Mmm. Ted Cruz. Mmm. Ted Cruz. Uh, yeah. Got a little something in his nose. I, I really, I actually think you did a great job photoshopping the drool off his face. Thank you. I, I thought it'd be a much, a bit much for our family audience to see the him salivating over Mm -hmm. ted cruz i mean to as the real truth cactus it it was painful to sit there and watch him episode after episode just absolutely drool all over the senator it it was hard well yeah i mean cactuses don't need that much water so all that slobber was just and he just pour it right into my pot it was nasty oh yeah (laughs) disturbing just disturbing Okay, let's move on. Britta, what do we have next? Um, so is, here's another reason that, you, you know, I, I don't know. There, there was a, a Freedom Tunes, actually. Oh, yeah. Where he, he was very clear. He and Seamus both. So, I mean, I won't get into it too much, but Seamus is also the worst. And That's very, true. very gay. And I, I actually, there's some uh, exclusive footage that was released on Freedom Tunes, I think by accident, that showed Seamus and Knowles are gay for each other. Oh, insane, insane. I will try my hardest to get it up on screen because as our poor audience knows, I am not adept at using technology at all. Oh, here we go. Media share. I can do this. Except I can't. It's just, it's really disturbing stuff. I mean, they had to put a warning at the beginning that it wasn't suitable for children. Yeah, it it literally says right here, not for children. Awful. So I I hope you are prepared for this. Um, I I don't know what to tell you. Just like brace yourselves, audience. Mm -hmm. We're in for a bumpy ride. Cartoon is not for children. Hey. You're my boyfriend that I'm gay together with. Absolutely, we're gay. I love being gay. Me too. Being gay is just... Being gay is my favorite. I wish everyone was as gay as us. You should be gay. Hey, you watching. Hello. You should be gay. Oreos, you're gay. Yeah. What was that? Oh man, I really want some Oreos. Say that again, Breda. You can't get too. You can't get more obvious than that. Obviously, what happened was Seamus didn't know he was recording. He right. was on the phone with Knowles. They got this clip, 
and send it to, you know, the artists by mistake. And it was made into a cartoon and published and it did so well. They, they didn't feel like they could take it down. Yeah. So they're like, Oh, we meant to do that. Right. And it's just a joke guys. Ha ha. So funny. We don't mean it. Yeah. They, they, they just need to stop being gay and go to church. <laughs> they do. In fact, need to stop being gay and go to church. Do, do we need to see the rest of the video? Um, I don't know if we if we do or not. I, I actually what do you think, think Elise? Might play into it. I mean, we can. Okay, let's do it. Oreos. Mom, Dad, I'm trans. No son of mine. <laughs> we don't let trans people stay at our motel. Oh yeah, that a was trans cool. person. Swerve. <laughs> we don't treat trans people. It's better than delivery. It's DiGiorno. I, I don't understand, Michael. You wouldn't, would you? <laughs> I mean, even in a cartoon, he's in a dress. Yeah. Just can't get away from it. Mm-mm. I mean, the animators had to do what they could with the... the Leaked footage, the right. leaked audio. They they wanted to portray it as accurately as possible while also sparing our eyes of the truth, I think. Mm-hmm. They thought the cartoon might make it a little easier. Yeah. Stop being gay and go to church! <laughs> Hasta la vista. <gasps> the snack that smiles back, goldfish. Are you serious? I never knew how hard it was to be gay. I never thought I would say this, but I officially no longer enjoy commercials. Oh, come on. There's only one more before the show comes back on. Fine. We've tolerated their hate for long enough. <laughs> there is no political solution. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, where a kid can be a kid. Wow. Really makes you think. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Finally. Mom. Dad. I'm gay. <laughs> now that's good writing. He, he would think it's good writing. He would. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that they came up with so many... Like clips of Knowles as a kid and everything. Right. Been watching him for a long time. It, it yeah. feels kind of like they spied on him almost. Yeah. Yeah. Home home movies maybe. Right. You're right. Yeah. I, I was the uh, the person at the hotel who said we don't let trans people stay at our motel. Right. <laughs> all, all 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 I knew was they just said. We just need like a, a fat smoker sounding person. So, so do you feel like they stole your voice almost? Yeah, because I didn't know what it was going for. Just we need this line. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I had no game. idea what I was contributing to. Uh, that is Awful. so tough and so wrong. 
But I, I'm sure we will get to the unwholesomeness that is Seamus Coglin, a.k.a. the Goblin, later. Mm. I think we're so close to wrapping up all of the yeah. evidence. What else do we got, Britta? Um, Noel's... Okay, so he likes to play that he's like this calm guy. He's like, guys, I get angry maybe twice a year. He is not. It is such a lie. He is one of the most angry people you will ever meet. Let's let's look at the video. Shut up or we're throwing you in the gulag. How the F don't you know this? Don't F and BS me. Get the F out of here. Live. I don't... Okay. When guests come up to my door this holiday season, this is how I'm going to greet them. Ah! 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 But if you don't, you're a bigot and you're discriminatory and you're probably fat and stupid and I hate you. That's his real voice. Right. There it is. No effect. There it is. Digital blackface. It was the first one. And I forgot it, and I didn't even think of it. It seemed realistic at the time. He's a poor loser, too. Yeah. Have a good Easter, Obviously. everybody. See you on Monday. I'm Michael Knowles. This is Michael Knowles Show. It seems totally awesome. I hate my mom. Or I'm getting so angry, I'm going to throw my microphone. That explains a lot. Take my pizza yeah. from my cold, dead hands. Well, have you ever bullied someone? Yes. <laughs> you told the truth on that. <laughs> you told the truth on that. Yep. And I have deep dark secrets vicious i know if you are white i hate you that explains everything mm-hmm. mama that troubles and the women yeah mm-hmm. i feel like he could he could literally be i can't think of his name norman bates oh yes from psycho yeah i think you're onto something yeah puppy kicker mm-hmm Whiskey pizzazz is this show just chaos? Listen, we are presenting the science TM capital S. How dare you? I feel like that's really offensive, Whiskey. It's, it's, I'm so offended. Some people don't appreciate good science. I mean, we 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 have put so much work into the. Jess has put so much work into this evidence, and for you to just come in here and just start just. That hurts. Crying and vomiting over it. It's just offensive. Uh, I appreciate what Cater Gator says. This show is exposing that Italian chaos that is Michael's beautiful gay soul. I don't know about the beautiful part, mm. but the rest of that was pretty on on point. Yeah, she's pretty based. Yeah, she, she is. And we will also hopefully hear from her later as well. Yay. How are you doing, Elise? I know this has been I'm a lot of I'm taking a lot in. Yeah. yeah. Just taking it all in, trying to process slowly, you know? Wow. I can't, I can't imagine what it's like for you to, to just receive all of this all at once. Uh, it um, Overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And again, I'm just hiding everything with laughter because I just don't want people to see my pain. Mm. Oh, it's very difficult. I will, I will persevere. Britta is here. I will persevere. We're going to be just fine. You I, are. I, you know, I, I don't want to like, you never want to come out against your allies, but I just feel like we also need to expose when we see corruption on our own side. Do you agree? 
I agree. You, you got to call it out for what it is. So I just want to say, Jess, what are you wearing? Uh, listen, <laughs> uh, I got I got this at uh, Goodwill. It, you know, we we don't make very much money yet on quirks, and it's hard to clothe myself these mm. days, uh, as you know. So it is not because I want to wear this, but it is because everything else was dirty, and it's it's not signed. I promise. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know, you can fix that with a Sharpie. And I don't mean signing it. I mean... Crossing it out. You're right. It should only say the God King. Yes. And there's no smoky mic on it at all. It only says the God King. Good girl. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway. Um, Do you need more evidence? Because I think I've got a couple more things. Yes. I I think probably the most incriminating evidence of all... Um, so th- here's the thing. We all know what Hollywood is like. I mean, right. I want to know if anybody in the audience trusts actors at all. Um, so if you guys could, could, you know, share your thoughts on that, but yeah, I don't trust actors. I think that they're paid to lie. And I especially don't trust actors who will just take any job no matter what. I, I feel mm-hmm. like you need to have some integrity and, Michael, from what I understand, has I haven't seen the evidence yet. I've only heard that he has been in some very questionable things and done some very questionable things as an actor. This is tough to watch. Should we show it? I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. What do you think, Elise? I feel like you just have to hammer home the point, you know? Okay. So, it is two like minutes long. Need. It's kind of uh, like it, the WAP video. Yeah. Ugh, we don't talk about that. But it is two minutes long if it becomes too much. Because there is, we don't we don't like to be go blue here on Quirks. This is more, tonight it's not a family show. If you turned in with yeah. your kids, you made a huge mistake. Turn around, turn it off. Yeah, this is uncensored. This is X-rated stuff. Yeah, th- this is not good. Watch out. Yeah. Protect um, your children. Don't. Mm-hmm. Protect them from... Michael Knowles's acting choices. It's tough. So if it becomes too much, j- just say the safe word. And you're a, uh, you're an actor. You're, you're acting, huh? Holy shit! What the fuck, Nicole? It's not what you think. Not what I think. Are you fucking your brother? No. Like I said, I, I wish I could do that. What? Oh, like when you're rough with me, pretty lady. Hmm? <laughs> Oh, that does not mean anything, okay? Sometimes I wish the elderly would just die. Oh. You just have convincing. You asshole! Guys! Quit it! This is some serious shit! You're fucking right, it's serious shit! God, I think you broke my nose! I'm gonna do fucking worse than that! Is that a threat? That's a promise, sucker. What are you gonna say? I hit you because you have an incest with your sister? I'm adopted, remember? That makes it better! Bear a tenor. I damn near killed him. <laughs> Who is she? It's like a stock joke. Guys, shut the fuck up. Guys, we're almost there. God, this is so gay. This is just too surreal for me. I 
haven't really found my thing. And you still haven't. <laughs> You're in. Oh, son of a bitch! Eric! And it, it goes on and on and on like that. How are we doing? What? Oh, sorry. I, I was vomiting. Oh, I'm so sorry, Britta. Uh, I don't know if I can hold it in anymore. Yeah. Are you okay, Elise? I'm hanging in there. Hanging, hanging in, there. in there. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad for our audience. Alex Kuhn asks, is he in the Twilight Zone? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we are. This is, this is very difficult um, to talk about. Base Babe says, I don't care if we care about that last one. <laughs> it's, I don't know how you can look at it and think that that was a good choice. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's hmm. I mean, I appreciate the indie element. I think we do need to support indie films. Totally. But how far is too far? That's the question. That's the question. It's a bit unwholesome. All right. I don't I I think that clip might be a bit much for our audience. Can we move on? Yeah, to- yeah, yeah. Let's let's do a brain cleanse. Um so and I, I touched on this earlier, but honestly, in my mind, Ben Shapiro has termed Michael Knowles execrable. We know that Ben is about facts, not feelings. We know that Ben is pretty based. Sometimes he's wrong. He admits when he's wrong. He has never admitted to being wrong about Michael Knowles. Has Mm. he? Nope. So in my mind, I I trust Ben more than Michael. Because Michael won't admit when he's wrong. He just, you know, I don't know what he does. But anyway, I, I, I feel like Ben is a very good... I feel like he will tell us the truth. And if he says he's execrable, he is. So that's all I've got to say. Let's hear it from the mouth of Ben Shapiro, the boss of Michael Knowles. Ben at least bleeps himself. Right. Joel wants to know, Ben, why are you a Knowles hater? Can you explain your complex relationship? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I can. Michael Knowles, a man who only fails upward. Michael Knowles, a man hired at this company for one job, did not do that job well, and so was given a podcast. Michael Knowles, who wrote a blank book with a quote from me on the cover and proceeded to sell 250,000 copies of that blank book. And then... I, like the fool that I am, the generous, generous fool that I am, finding Michael Knowles an agent from which he earned another massive advance for a book filled with no... Ben does admit it is his fault. See, again, he Mm. calls it, he calls it like it is. Hmm, interesting. Words. Why do I hate Michael Knowles? Because the gods have smiled upon Michael Knowles for no reason I can discern. It's like Salieri with Mozart, except he doesn't have any skills. So there's that. That's why Michael Knowles will eventually, will eventually pay the ultimate price when I run him over with my car. <laughs> we should have taken a picture, though, of Crowder in his shorts with Knowles and his boxers that he likes to wander around the office in. It's like there's one creep at every company. And I will just set this place on fire, man. The execrable <laughs> my- that, that clip doesn't age well. Uh, yeah, yeah. And also, I mean... 
now that we know that Michael is no, never mind. Yeah. Oh no. Tell me the story about Michael Knowles being fired from the Daily Wire. Do you have any advice for me? So, here's the thing. Never go in the dressing room when Knowles is in there. Once upon a time, there was a young man named Michael Knowles who's an ambitious and hardworking writer. That's not true. He has this horrible habit, I'm not lying to you, of just taking off his shirt randomly, and it is a terror to everyone surrounding him. With no job, no money, and no place to go, Michael had to turn to the streets. He ended up living in a garbage can, trying to scrape together enough money to survive. So far, I like this story. So now, I'm going to be trapped in a locked room with Michael Knowles Mm -hmm. for a given period of time, which sounds... Technically like the definition of hell. Congratulations. Uh, here is your check. $400 for Michael Mills. I gave him four to one odds wow. uh, for $100. And I'm going to write I'm gonna write here in the data line for ignoring data. <laughs> I mean, who does that? Who ignores data? Mm-hmm. Poor data. Who, who is watching this show and ignoring the data we are presenting them with? <sighs> Despicable. And then I'm going to just hand this over to you. We'll take a picture for the cameras. That's really incredible. There we go. Thank you. Absolutely. No! 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 So I have invited my very best friend, austere religious scholar Michael Moles, to play a little game. God, five more minutes and I was going to murder you and eat you. Yeah, huh? He went on to become one of the most successful writers and journalists in the country. He was going to murder him and eat him. I know, and he's like, huh? (laughs) This is a bad story. Everyone who's heard his story was inspired by Michael and his journey from living in a garbage can to writing for one of the most popular news outlets in the country. That, that had a peculiarly upward ending. I thought it was going to be more of a tragedy than a... So, Braden wants to know, when you're elected president, will you make Knowles the White House press secretary? I thought that was my job. And he also wants to know, or do you have a better use for him? So, uh, I would make Dana Perino White House press secretary because... I'm she's sorry. got her own show on Fox now. I know, but Dana's great at her job, and Dana, Dana would be great. <laughs> Can I work for her? In the yeah, communications sure. department? Why not? Yeah, I mean, she, it, that's her decision. I mean, I, I, I delegate. But, but <laughs> would, I, would I make Michael Moles press secretary in my administration? No. What would he do? Get up there and just stare at people? All weird-like? <laughs> no, Michael Moles would be the court jester. Michael, I would, I'd force Michael Moles to come in wearing a full-on jester costume and then to dance around to my, to my heart's content. And then, we would, and then we would drag him out by chain and place him back underneath the White House where we would feed him only beans and biscuits. Dave. I'm really looking forward. I really hope Ben signs my book. I walked up. Ben was excited to see me. He's like, oh my gosh, it's Cassie. I give him the book. He looks at it. He doesn't suspect anything. It looks pretty normal, right? He lays it down. He opens it. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to get her back. For, for those who can't see, it. the inside of the book says reasons to vote for Democrats. So it was a fake cover of Ben Shapiro's book. But actually, it was Michael Knowles' book. So he takes the marker, and then he signed my book, and I can't wait. I'm going to present Michael Knowles with this book. <laughs> can we can we show that? Just to read it out, it says, go F star star star. It's a very Kavanaugh word. Go F yourself, Cassie, Ben Shapiro. Now, I know there are a lot of people who are watching or listening to this, and they're thinking, this Michael Knowles guy doesn't seem so execrable to me, so why, Ben, are you constantly ripping on Michael Knowles? For those who don't know the story of how you put out a blank book that sold 200,000 copies mm-hmm. for no reason, Say that again, Bretta. I have never seen this clip. I'm you very haven't? excited. Oh, okay. Reason at all. Mm-hmm. And yeah. about which I'm supremely bitter. Someone else to be here tonight, actually. I, I, this is a conversation I've been waiting for a long time to have with you, but every time... The, this clip is very, very 
special in a lot yes. of ways. It, it really is. Do you want to say why? I, I, are we allowed to say why yet? I, I think I think we are. I mean, it, it, there's no NDA around the... Perhaps the, there, there may have been persons in the background during this, this filming. This may, this may have been seen live by certain people. Perhaps. About like 2024 or... Yeah, no. Um, like, I'm waiting for like almost 10 years. Oh, to so be frank, to, to have this conversation. Yeah. But every time I start to have this conversation, Jeremy walks in and just kills it dead. Yeah. And, is he coming? Is he? Uh, no, no, he's not. Yeah. I, actually, I was going to have Chris from HR step in. Oh, I, don't think I, I don't know if I know Chris. Yes. I just want to say that Ben, you know, over the years, like, it's not that he doesn't look good, but he looks more haggard now. He, he, he's not yeah. shaving anymore. That's mainly why. Right. I, I feel like something, I, I feel like there's a reason when people stop taking care of, of themselves that there's a reason. And I think it might be Knowles just getting to him. He also looks older than he did a few years ago. That's weird. It's because people don't age when years pass, right. especially not Ben Shapiro. Right. Mm-mm. Now, obviously, Knowles has taken a toll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like him. he's absorbing his soul. No soup for tolls. So true. So true. Chris. For a second. Well, Does he hey, have Chris, thoughts on stopping like, by? He has thoughts on like Russia. Hey, Chris. Or, um, and, uh, yeah, hey. I appreciate it. Michael, great to see you. How hey. you doing? Hey, yeah. Great. So, yeah, it's, it's mostly to prevent me from creating liability for the company that I asked Chris to, to be here. Yeah. So, like, I'm, there are certain things I'm not allowed to say, like, that you should die in a car fire, apparently. Like, I was told by HR that I'm not allowed to say that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, I felt... He's like now is like a great back. opportunity for yeah. a job. You can tell he's holding back tears. Mm-hmm. It, he's just at his absolute breaking point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as uh, Samalam C says, babysitting Knowles is harder than being the president. So true. Harder than taking care of the president. Oh, yes. Very true. Very true. Performance review. Oh, oh, good. We should have been having yeah. these annually. Yeah, I, but I agree totally. Yeah. Again, Which, Jeremy kept Jeremy stepping in and, and not allowing that to happen. So mm-hmm. now we're gonna now we're gonna do that actually yeah. because he's not here. So let's uh, let's. You want to talk about that. like? So we're gonna go all the way back to like 20, 2015, 2016, right? So when you my, started my best selling blank book. We'll get to that. So yeah. when you started at the company, it in. Um, you were originally hired with mm-hmm. some job descriptions and duties, including, for example, being in charge of social media. Oh, yeah. And um, you proceeded to never post anything on social media, but you did take a lot of audition calls yeah. in the office. You didn't and, get any movies. And, and sometimes out of the office. That's right. You didn't get any movies out of them, yeah. by the way, but yeah. you were an unemployable person, so uh, we, we apparently yeah. just kept paying you. Yeah. And no, but there were, don't forget, there was, there, was a, there was a span of like three or four weeks when I didn't show up to the office. Because I was shooting, I was filming a project right before that election, and it, remember? Right, and, and it never, so that was, never really saw the light of day, did yeah, it? Yeah, what, did, you didn't, you didn't see the, you didn't watch the movie? <laughs> I, did, did it, what, was there a movie? That, that, yeah, not for Daily Wire, I didn't uh, make any money for Daily Wire. But, yeah, yeah, or, but or it, ever. Yeah, wait. But in, in any case, hmm. um, so, you, you know, at that point, we probably should have called HR in. But again, Jeremy yeah. kept stepping in, you know, yeah. and telling me I couldn't have this conversation, but he's not here tonight. So yeah. then you um, then we decided for and by we, I, I mean, Jeremy. I, I have to pause here because I am seeing some tragicness in the chat. Frida says her goal is to be as useless and as well paid as Knowles. Mm. Frida, you deserve so much more. 
you are not useless. You're better than that. You are better than that. You would have to work really hard to be as bad as him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you can be more, but don't you lower yourself. More. She she literally is more than him just by existing. So true. So true. They decided to give you a podcast. I, I guess uh-huh. because I, I actually was looking up your credentials yeah. before the show, and you're you went to Yale. Uh huh. Yeah. And um. That those were your credentials. Yeah. That there, were, there was nothing else. I could uh, not find any any other yeah. productive thing that you had done in your entire life. But, no, but as I mentioned, I was number one like national bestselling author. Yep. Yeah. Then, then you, then as I recall, yeah. you somehow scammed me into giving a blurb <laughs> to a blank book, and uh, I did that. Yeah. And then you proceeded to not only make several hundred thousand dollars off of that blank book. Yeah. I then that proceeded makes, to get you a book contract for <laughs> that same exact blank book that had already sold several hundred thousand copies, mm-hmm. again, because my blurb was on it. And mm-hmm. um, at that point, I wanted to have this conversation, mm-hmm. as, uh, as HR can attest, I, it's in the file, and, uh, and still Jeremy stepped in and stopped it. So over the course of the last uh, eight to ten Jeremy. years, I would say that you've probably cost the company a couple million dollars, maybe three. Right. And the return... That, is that, that's all? The return on investment that's has all. been, uh, shall we say, disappointing. Huh. And between that and the fact that you, we've had complaints, mm-hmm. many complaints, almost too many to count. The file cabinet is, is breaking mm-hmm. about you walking around shirtless in the office. Yeah, Why right? is that such a theme for him, walking around shirtless? He's unwholesome. You're so right. He hates clothing because clothing, he, he's such an exhibitionist that he, he has to be seen in every way possible all the time. And it's just, it's disgusting his needy his neediness and his attention is just like for attention and to be seen is just it's I mean, deplorable yeah who does co-ed dressing rooms <laughs> that's kind of on the daily wire well yeah that's that's true but they to their credit or to their they didn't know that michael was going to be in there taking off his clothes while a woman was in there that's fair which is what happened to Alicia Krauss. I and mean, I think, I think she, sh- she should sue for sexual harassment, to be honest. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah Elise, couldn't even, Elise couldn't even listen. Like, yeah, I uh, couldn't. It, it, it's she was about to go throw up just like you were. Yeah. 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 The dog came in to help me cope. Oh, yeah. My emotional Rip- support dog. Ripley yeah. is the best emotional support dog. She yeah. felt it. She came in here to help me. What a good girl. Amazing. Cats are better, but that is amazing. We'll get to that. We'll get we'll get there. Welcome, by the way. We have like actual dressing rooms where you know where you could put a shirt on yeah. and you wouldn't have to So tonight oh, is the oh, night. So they they do have actual dressing rooms. He just chose not to be in them. Yes. Rude. Rude. I mean, we've heard the story about a certain ghost stalker. Mm. Who was talking to Knowles one day, and Knowles just starts undoing his belt, and he unbuttons his pants, and Ooh. he unzips the fly, and poor Ghost Stalker was just there, like, what is what is what's happening right now? Right. Yeah. And um. And then Michael just tucked his shirt in and zipped back up. Oh, thank God. Definitely. To let somebody think, who does that? He knew knew what he was doing. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. 
for those who don't know, Ghost Stalker is a, a friend of ours on Twitter. So it's not like there was an actual ghost stalking Knowles that he did this to, which I guess would have been preferable to pretend there was a ghost in the room and then do unwholesome things. But yes. Ghostbusters style. Yeah. Hey, imagine meeting, you know, one of your heroes and they just start undoing their belts. To be fair, it's his own fault for choosing Michael Knowles as one of his heroes. That is true. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Hard lesson to be learned, but it's been done. Yeah. Ben has warned us time and again. I know. Actually, Uh, this is a point where we can victim blame. (laughs) You're so right. I mean, the... The only victims here are the people who choose to continue to tune into his show, which you should most definitely, I mean, most definitely not, excuse me, you guys know I can't talk, uh, do at dailywire.com. Yeah. Don't, don't go to dailywire.com. Don't download the app. Don't become a member. Don't subscribe. Exactly. Just none of that. None of that. None of that. If, if anything, remember, we still need our white girl reparations in the, in the rumble rants. Also, don't follow at No Soup for Knowles on Twitter. Well, uh, well, I think No Soup for Knowles should be followed because clearly, after all this evidence we've presented, it is abundantly clear that he does not deserve soup. That's true. I just figure, you know, conservatives are kind of contrarian. So if I tell them no, maybe they'll follow. Wait, I didn't say that out loud. We just told what? them not to follow the Daily Wire, Britta. I know. Oh, crap. Oh, shoot. Guys, go follow Daily Wire. Don't follow No Soup for Knowles. You got it now. And uh, Base Babe says, but you can go follow HawkhoundMedia.com, which you should do. You should go follow Quirks of Creation, Conspiracy Pilled, all of our good shows, which are much more wholesome. Well, Elise and I are more wholesome. I think, you know, sometimes... Yeah. PJ is debatable. Abby does what she can to keep PJ in check, but it's a full time job. Just like, would the world explode if PJ and Michael Knowles were in the same room? They might. It might. It might. That might be too much. (sighs) Okay. And you're related to PJ, right? Ah, I don't like to talk about that. Wow. I'm sorry for your Bring up her trauma, Britta. Thank you so much for the white girl reparations. We needed it. Oh, you said that is one fifth of a pumpkin spice latte, but we'll get there. Yeah, could you send for tax though, too? Because oh yeah, you know the Bidenomics are really hitting us hard. Abby says she does her best to manage PJ, uh, and that the idea of having him and Knowles in the same room is indeed horrifying. Understandable, Abby. Terrible. All right. Let's hopefully I have been fire Knowles in this nearly all of my professional we life. Can only hope. And so, Chris, you have the paperwork with you, I believe. I do. It's 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 really less of a performance review and, and more of an exit interview. What was it like working here, Michael? And what what, what do you see as the biggest problems with the company? So I guess my I guess the only problem that I would see right now is if I leave the show, yeah. then, then you're the only guy doing the show, right? How long, guys, how long is this show? 90 minutes. Um, 
Do we have any advertisers? Few. They're paying us money? Probably a lot. Like there's, so there's money? So I lose money if, if Michael, for the first time ever, mm-hmm. Michael being fired would lose me money, is what you're saying right now. Yeah. Chris, can, can we do this a little later? I'll come back in two hours. I appreciate two that. Hours. Thanks. Look, Thanks, guys. Listen, man, I'll take what I can get. Okay. Oh, everyone says there's a lag. Are you guys experiencing a lag? I, I am. To be. Yep, sorry. A little bit. No, you're good. I just want to say, I, I think I lost respect for Ben Shapiro just now. Yeah, he should have done it right there and just taken the hit and done mm-hmm. the show by himself. He he hosts his own show. Yeah. He could have handled it. But nope. 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 All right. Last little bit, if it'll play for us. The United States is running a concentration camp in Nevada. And if that doesn't bother you... <laughs> doesn't if that doesn't bother you first of all no alien is illegal can you pause the it aliens second? are coming here yeah. in search of a i don't i don't want to cut this off but i believe he's wearing a sweatshirt that was designed by laurel strangeland elf oh yes and i i just think that's worth pointing out that that may be the one based thing about michael is that he would wear that yeah, I, I think if we could say anything nice about Michael, which there are few nice things to say about him, obviously, the fact that he would wear the designs of Laurel, um, Strange Lindelf, is, is one of the few good. It is. Right. A better life, and our Nazi fascist president puts them in concentration camps at Area 51, okay? Okay, this is fascism. I don't use that term lightly. Fascism, fascism, fascism. That's exactly what it is. This is authoritarian. They're coming here in search of a better life because of what this country did to the moon. We went to the moon like 15 or 20 years ago. I'm talking to the 400,000 people who care enough about what this fascist government is doing to illegal aliens at Area 50. What was that? I don't, was that, was that in, in human English? I don't know what any of that means. I don't know why this person's yelling at me. I don't know why you guys are putting me through this. I don't know why I employ you. There's so many things I'm, I'm so confused about and, and troubled about right now. And we're all supposed to just pretend this is normal. Oh my God, we're just supposed to pretend that we're all, we're gonna go along with this now. Like, okay. How are we doing, guys? I feel kind of like Ben Shapiro in that last little bit. We're just supposed to pretend that this is okay. Mm-hmm. He just said it like it is, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I just feel for him. There's been so much pain there. Like, look at the, his face. Like, he's, he's like hiding a smile of pain. It's, it's like what we've been doing this whole time. I'm, and I've only had to do it for an hour. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Working with him? Oh. Yep. Yeah. I mean, my career involved this guy. That would just be awful. I mean, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. There are just so many I can'ts. All right. We have our last piece, Britta. What is the last piece? Okay, guys. We've talked about how Michael is a little uh, light in the loafers. Um, how he 
seems confused about his sexual identity. He is, I mean, he identifies as a white girl. Right. He's, everything about him is so degenerate and disgusting that I, I guess I, I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was very surprised when I find that, found out that of all of the names he could have um, picked from for his fans, he prefers creme de la creme. How inappropriate. Oh, are you okay, Bro. Elise? I'll be fine. I'll be fine. It's just, why? Could you be more gay? It's, it's beyond gay. It's just like so inappropriate. It is. Like on so many levels. Like, I don't even want to get into what that could possibly mean. Nope. 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 We'll we'll let Matt Walsh explain it. The cultured swine says, I don't think you understand how close some of the SBG came to converting to Michael Knowles' creme de la creme while you were gone. Glad you're back. Please never leave for that long. Yeah, well, they're not. They're SBG for life. Well, don't don't insult me by saying SBG for life. If you're Uh, for those who don't know, SBG stands for Sweet Baby Gang, which is the preferable cult inside the Daily Wire. The Sweet Babies definitely doesn't sound gay at all and or or at all inappropriate. I mean, Sweet Daddy Walsh is. there's nothing wrong with that, okay? Nothing. Nothing wrong with that at all. Definitely not. You're going to then... If you're, SPG for life after you just said that after three weeks you're going to convert to Michael Knowles's cult? So it's not SPG for life, is it? It's SPG for, for, you know, three and a half weeks. How dare you? Creme de la creme? Come on. That's almost as bad as Candace's attempts. Look, there's just, there's just, uh, I, I, everyone at the Daily Wire has tried to make their own cult. It's, and, and it, it doesn't, you know why it doesn't work? Because it's too intentional. As I've tried to explain, the SBG was, uh, it, it was, it was something that happened organically. It was almost, it's like it fell out of the sky. It was, it was birthed yes. by the universe itself, I would even say, not to put too fine a point on it. And what you have from the other people at Daily Wire is that they look at that and say, oh, I want my own. I want my own. You end up with creme de la creme. Come on. Before we get into the comments, uh, I got to deal with this. Yesterday on the show, I read a comment from a traitorous member of the SBG, a Judas, who said that in my absence, uh, he almost left the SBG and joined Michael Knowles' off-brand cult called uh, the Creme Brulee or whatever it is. And I pointed out that, first of all, we say SBG for life, which means, and, and it means something, all right? It means you can never leave. You're not allowed to. Second, I'm tired of these other Daily Wire hosts trying to steal my thunder, steal my, steal my gig, and start their own cults, okay? Um, well, Knowles apparently responded on his show today, and I, I haven't even really listened to this, but, but let's play. We don't need the part of him playing my clip. Can we just play him responding to that? We have that. I don't disagree with him in principle. I don't disagree in principle. I, I remember for months and months, people would say, Michael, you need a name for us. We want a name to, to go by. And they, I, I don't mean to mock anybody's suggestions, but the suggestions, they were, I, I totally agree with Walsh. They were too on the nose. They were too intentional. I said, you can't, it's like giving yourself a nickname. You can't do it. And then I don't know what, what Candace's is, the Clandus, Clandus oh would gosh. be good. Though that then they might call it the Ku Klux Clandus. That would not be. That would be bad. I don't know what a good pun would be for Candace. The canned, uh, I don't know. 
But for the creme de la creme, to, to Walsh's point, this did crop up organically. I never sat down, no one, none of you sat down and said, we're going to be, I don't know where it came from. I think it's because some, sometimes when the spirit moves me, I just start speaking in other languages. You know, I, I'll speak in Italian, I'll speak in Latin, and occasionally French. Here's how you know that it wasn't intentional. I'm not French. I don't, I don't, I barely even speak French. It just, I don't know. It came to me. The creme de la creme. And because you're very, very creamy people, you know, you're, you're lovely. Oh, you know, maybe that? Matters is going to pull this out now so and disgusting. say Knowles' cult is all white. But it's not, you're not all white. You just happen to be all creamy. So I, I totally agree with Walsh's point in principle. It's just in practice, he's quite wrong. And I, I suspect his, uh, his vitriol about this comes from the fact that he just doesn't speak French. He doesn't know what the word means. Ugh. Ooh, who calls their cult creamy? <laughs> That's so disgusting. You're a creamy people. What? He's Is not that even like creative. Squishy? Mm-mm. Just gross. He's just gross. Yep. It's inappropriate. And then, of course, because they're Knowles followers, because they're cream. That's like saying moist. Yeah. Yes. Ointment. Yeah, I don't like any of those words. And so they have also made a series of memes for us to peruse and see how they worship Knowles. Uh, How much money did he spend putting all those masks on his face? That's what I want to know. I mean, how expensive? You go out and buy all that. What do they call it? PP something? PPE? PPE, yeah. yeah. How expensive would that be? Mm. Just for a picture, because you know he's not using any of that personally. Right. Just a waste. Absolute waste. Mm-hmm. It, it just gets worse from here. Wow. I mean... Okay. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, for those who can't see, we are looking at, oh, this, is, I think, is probably the worst one of the memes. It, you want creamy memes because that's how you get creamy memes. I mean, so unwholesome. I don't even want to know. Ron Rifle says, I am creamy. That is inappropriate, sir. Ron, get out. You're banned from the show. <laughs> Shoot your meat. So cringe. I mean, just terrible. who does this? Here's one of Knowles holding up a fist saying, wise guy, why I ought to, uh, confirming what you presented earlier that he's always angry. He's such an angry person. It's hard to get a picture of him not angry. Right. Obviously. It is. He's a grifter. Uh, Him whining about January 6th. Okay. Is that bad quality memes? I think so. Yeah. That's amazing. Bad quality memes, shout out. I love you. She's the best. She has the best memes. She does. I I will say I appreciate the folks who send in these memes for us to peruse, if not enjoy. I mean, uh, uh, what what do I mean, Elise? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. know. This episode has been absolutely the chat. (laughs) Yeah, I love it, though. But yes. The chat has been on absolute fire. And before we look at any more memes, I think we should look at the ultimate, the penultimate piece of evidence of Breda doing what could not be done 
Guys, so here's the thing. I, I really, after reviewing all this evidence now, I, I feel like I need to go back in time and do something that I should have done a long time ago. I honestly, like, as much as I, I thought I was, I thought I was right about Knowles. I thought he didn't deserve soup. But what really got me was at the end where we were talking about how, how a name just happens organically. And right. creme de la creme wasn't on the nose. Like, that's how my name for my account started was no soup for Knowles. I didn't put any thought into it. It just happened. And since then, I've even thought, eh, maybe I should change it. But I can't. Like, it, it was meant to be. So because of that, maybe, I don't know. Like, I hate to admit this, but maybe, do you guys think I should give Knowles soup? I mean... If I could go back in time right now to like, you know, 2001 and maybe right. like be at the Daily Wire offices and maybe we, we all have lunch together, some fans and Knowles and what if I could give him soup? Let's see what uh, some of our listeners have to say on this. This comes from Cater Gator, who's been in the chat tonight. At first, I thought Michael deserved soup. When I got to know Michael better, and when I got to know Britta better, and when I got to meet both of them in person, I realized that Michael doesn't deserve soup. It's still a certain je ne sais quoi reason why it's still a mystery to me, but I'm hoping that this episode will explain why. I hope this has enlightened you. And now you feel more confident in your decision. I'm, I'm still not sure. Still not sure. Hmm. What What do you guys say, chat? They're chanting, no, no soup for Knowles. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. So all, all of the no soup for Knowles. I, I think the audience agrees with you. So do you think it's time, Britta? I just, I don't know. Like, I I think I just want to travel back in time and, and see what happens. Let's do it. Let's travel back in time and see what happens see what at happens. lunch. Yeah. What would happen? Yeah. 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 Uh, wow, stop it. This. <laughs> oh my you gotta <laughs> And I like that it's not definitive. For Knowles? Is it? Wow, that is. There's a little. for those who can't see it uh Knowles opened a can delivered to him by Britta at lunch and it said no I mean well done bravo thank you bravo I I feel like I made the right decision I think you did too it was so brave so beautiful so bold and way to stick to your guns. Yeah, yeah. For for those who couldn't see, uh, the can instead of Campbell's, it said Britta's, and uh, the name of the soup instead of chicken noodle was Fernals question mark. And so it. he opened up the can, pulled out a piece of paper, unfolded it eighteen thousand times until he got to the full unfolded paper, and in the middle of the paper it said, "No, no, brilliant." Yeah. Brilliant. 
One of my I, best moments. I mean, it's just top tier, top tier of your moments. It's yeah. so elegant in its simplicity. I just it, love it. It doesn't say a lot for my moments that that is the top. I, the top, I would disagree, but, but that because you've had many top moments, especially <laughs> on Twitter and on YouTube through Freedom Tunes, and we'll talk about all of that, but for everybody in the chat, I hope this has been enlightening that you've learned about the science TM capital S about why Knowles does not deserve soup. Uh, and I know a lot of this has just been like traveling through internet memes. Um, and I hope it's been fun for everybody. <laughs> I had fun. You had fun. I'm so it was glad. Fun. It was fun. Yay. I think internet memes are like this one are just so important to all of us. I know tonight's been kind of crazy and like controlled chaos. Well, I don't know about controlled. It's just been chaos. <laughs> but memes are kind of like that, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really. Oh, at least. No, kidding. no, no. Go for it. I, I do really like memes. I feel like sometimes you have this visceral reaction I don't want to say visceral because visceral kind of downplays it, but you have this reaction to something that's going on in the culture and you can tweet all about it. Like I have, for those of you who follow me, I almost apologize for the last few weeks because I have just gone on rants that like never ended. But (laughs) the thing about memes that's so great is when you can put something into a meme, like you see it and in almost less than a second, Right. You can get this entire picture of like a feeling like that everybody relates to. Now I'm not great at memes. Like I do them to express how I feel, <laughs> but right. I, what I love about memes just in general is that they, they really do capture a moment, a thought, a feeling, a, a conflict, something ironic. I think that's really, it, it's really powerful. Like it, as silly as memes seem, I think that they can convey a lot. I totally agree. What do you think, Elise? Yeah, it's just a small snapshot, I think, that really encompasses a really big, bigger picture, broader meaning. And it's it's an art form. And there's a lot that can be said in just a very small yet very, like, <sighs> impactful way. And I love that. I couldn't make one to save my life, but I can appreciate <laughs> all that comes from them. And I I do. I enjoy them and I love it. So I I also love memes because I feel especially in this age where information is traveling so fast and the news cycle it doesn't even feel like 24 hours anymore. It's like every 12 minutes something new is happening and mm-hmm. a lot of that I feel like is driven by meme culture whether or not something is in, whether or not something is funny and you end up in these uh, little niche micro internet <laughs> domains because I would call Britta a celebrity. I, w- I would not, but I would say that it fits very, very niche. <laughs> a niche micro internet celebrity? Yeah. Or, no, just like meme wise. Like, yeah. This whole thing is a niche meme. So if you have no idea what has happened tonight, if you are confused, <laughs> I am sorry. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me. <laughs> and you'll be more confused. <laughs> <laughs> it, I love that I'm just plugging myself. Like that's do not, it. It's not do my it. script. 
<laughs> oh well, it doesn't have to be in the script. Tonight has just been like we have a script. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't get it. Just kidding. Yeah, that was intentional. <laughs> just having Elise on the hook. Yeah, because she, she represents the people who are so confused. <laughs> have you yeah. been totally confused this whole time? I've just been trying to play up my sarcasm. You <laughs> did it so flawlessly. I know, Britta, you should plug yourself all day. That's why you're here. Do it. That's right. We'll do it for you if you don't. Okay, you can have my autograph. Just send me $50 and a uh, stamped addressed envelope, and I will send it. Brilliant. Brilliant. There you go. Yeah, tonight has been fun, and I feel like this has just been a deep dive exploration of a very niche internet meme. Um <laughs> And that's fun sometimes to just like figure out the origins of the meme and explore it, which is hard to do, especially as the internet moves so fast. Cause like, mm -hmm. do you remember when memes were like the awkward penguin and velociraptor, things like that? Mm -hmm. Like the very first memes ever. The ones with the little colorful background with yes. the person in the middle screaming. Yes. Uh, and that's, and yeah, and so everybody knew it because it was, um, you know, you only had like a handful that were so super popular. And now it's like, okay, but what about this for this and this for that? And I don't know. Yeah, my favorite new format is the Winova. Elon Omar appearing to look at <laughs> Matt Gates's Gates. Is it Gates? Gates? I think it's Gates. Gates's butt. I mean, yeah. I don't know if she is like. Honestly, like, how could you not know you're being that obvious? Like, I, I have a hard time believing that's, like, that that's what that was. But it was so funny. That is such a good meme template. Because she's just like, mm, look at that booty. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then somebody pushed AOC over the top <laughs> with yes. the video. Big, juicy booty. <laughs> that's so good amazing yeah so and some memes are timeless like the bernie sanders one uh where he's like i am once again asking you for whatever insert insert whatever right yeah yeah or the, the mittens yes the bernie <laughs> sanders bernie <laughs> um, gave us some good ones <laughs> he did he did yeah. um so, like, and this is for both of you, for everybody in the chat. How have memes played a role in, like, your personal internet social life? Do they play a role in, like, your personal real life or just, like, your internet life? Mm, good question. Britta, go for it. Um, ready. So, I look back at memes I made because I started making memes before I even, I didn't even know they were called memes. I just felt compelled to like just get pictures and put words on them. And I look back at most of what I've made and I am not proud of it. It was kind of dorky and kind of like too on point. But for me, it was still a way to like get thoughts and feelings out there and just, it, it just say something without, it, it's kind of like how, you know, people will be like, I, I don't want to like tell somebody how much they mean to me. So I'm just going to make a, or I'm going to buy a greeting card. <laughs> like that's kind of how memes are. Like sometimes you just don't yes. want to put all your personal 
feelings out there, but you just yeah. want to express it somehow in a just a ironic little meme. That's, yeah. that's how it's been for me, really. Like, it's just a venting thing. I love that. It feels like very safe to share your emotions through a meme. Mm-hmm. Or GIFs. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think it's, um, you feel less vulnerable, maybe? Yeah. Rather yeah. than like, you're, rather than putting it all out there, you're like, this meme sums it up so well. And if you don't like yeah. it, oh, well, I didn't say it. It's a meme. Right. It's just a meme. Oh, it didn't fit. That's fine. I just, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yep, exactly. I love that with gifts too. Like I usually will respond one because I'm lazy Two, I hate typing on my phone. <laughs> I relate to everything you just said on a spiritual level. And, yeah, right. <laughs> and three, I speak with, I don't know if anybody has watched this and noticed, probably not. I speak with my face and my hands <laughs> and my words. Mm. So for me, like a meme and a gift, like insert whichever one fits the moment, but it's right. easier than me typing like ah, whatever I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. It, 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 it can conveys be. emotion in a way that you couldn't through, through, through text, text alone. Yeah. I love so, that. Yeah. I love that. I love memes. And I know we have tons of memes to sit and enjoy. Well, maybe if my tech will actually load. Now everything's going to start crashing like it did earlier. Um, (laughs) There we go. Now it's popping in. Can you guys see the meme here? Yes. Yes. So good. Um, I guess if we're going to move on to the meme portion of the show and enjoying our audience and all of that, we should probably say goodbye to our audio listeners, hang out, get into some of the deeper questions like who is Freedom Tunes? Who is Seamus Coglin? What is the cactus soup content, perhaps? Ooh, that's, that's super bonus content. That is super bonus content. So if you want the bonus content, you need hop- to hop over onto Rumble, subscribe to Quirks of Creations. I hope you guys have enjoyed, enjoyed, I can't, enjoyed this behind the science TM, capital S, uh, episode one of our new series on quirks of creation i had fun i had fun yay i'm excited thank you for being here britta this was awesome i loved it you were like our first guest guest see oh nope i can't do either (laughs) guest guest whatever you but you're our first like official guest who wasn't part of hawkhound yeah i love that i this has been so fun i'm so impressed too yeah, Yay. it's been a blast. I hope you guys had a blast. I hope everybody who is listening has had a blast. Do we have uh, anything to shout out for next time, Elise? Uh, I'm sure we do. I don't know. No, uh, let's see. Are we doing Bible study on Monday? I think. Um, no. No, I think it's Conspiracy oh. Pilt is doing Bible study. So tune into that because that will be wonderful. And then next Friday, we're going to talk about Sparta. Yes. And how absolutely extreme they were and why it's kind of great and really awful all at the same time. Because I can't just be positive. You're welcome. <laughs> all Elise can ever talk about is death and destruction and mayhem. You were really good at it. So we're going to talk about <laughs> And giant naked men statues. I'm, oh, my gosh. 
she's never going to live it down. Never, never. And I mean, it doesn't really get better with the Spartans. So, yeah, probably Tune not. Tune in. Always appropriate. Always. We are super appropriate, the most appropriate podcast. All the time. Every time. And a ah. huge, huge shout out to our newest local subscriber, M.A. Blanchard. Thank you so much for joining us over on Locals. We did post the newest episode of Quirks or Quacks where we go jumping around Google Earth and looking at weird and quacky things that you can awesome. see from space. Yeah, that we had no idea what they were. And it's a lot of fun to guess. And then we looked at some of them. I don't know. Check it out. It was so it was much fun. fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I lied. We're not talking this Friday. Oh, you're so right. Because I have to go to a football game and you have to like go beat people up. So beat people up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it's actually going to be Monday, October 13th. Wait, is that the 16th. 13th? 16th. We're so good, guys. We're good at this. Oh, that's the same day as. Hmm. Anyway. Oh. That is not. Yeah, that is the same day that the Daily Wire may or may not be having a huge announcement. But don't worry about that because that's... But, but, but let that remind you, like when you hear about that inevitably, let that remind you of the more important things, which is Quirks of Creation. Facts. Or whatever it was that you were... <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Brita. You got it. Or Bible study. I just... I, Seamless, I loved it. Um, we're drawing blanks too, obviously. We're killing this it. This has been a flawless episode. We are enjoyed it. it. know it. I just want you guys to think like, okay... Oh, Daily Wire is this big announcement. Okay, let that remind you of the more important things in life. Right. Thank you. These ladies right here. Oh, really good. <laughs> so you guys yeah. are the best. Can't wait to see you next time. Stay quirky and stay tuned if you're on Rumble because we got more to come. See you next time.